Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Resilience and Grace. My name is Mary McCarthy, and you are listening to episode number 59. Today, I am sharing with you a topic that is near and dear to my heart, and a word I embraced and invited into my business a few years ago. It is resilience. In this episode, I will share how resilience has been a part of my journey, helping me show up day after day and persevere. I'm also going to explain why cultivating resilience may be more beneficial than searching for happiness. Put one foot in front of the other and one day at a time are the mantras I have said to myself many times over the past year. Like many others, I have felt stuck, ready to give up, and wanting to scream at the world because of the fear and pain in my heart. Life stressors have taken a toll on me, and I have felt the weight of the world on my shoulders more days than not. Over the past, well, too many to count months, I have been juggling many responsibilities and roles business owner, teacher, mother, wife, daughter, friend. My drive for perfectionism and playing big has kept me tied to my computer, working all hours of the day. I have ignored my family and drifted further away from my husband. My priorities have been out of whack. My anxiety levels have been high and I have struggled, struggled to show up authentically with those I care about the most. This has all taken a toll on my overall health and well-being. And yet, here I am, sharing with you today a word that I embrace and a word that I added to my business a few years ago, resilience. So what is resilience? Well, it is defined as your ability to withstand or recover quickly from setbacks or difficult conditions. Resilience is not something that you are born with. It helps us embrace the broad spectrum of human experience because resilience is built upon optimism, helping you see the good in the world and focus energy on what you can control and change. It doesn't really mean you can change the negative circumstance or situation, but you can establish new ways of dealing with it. Cultivating personal resilience can also help you respond and handle challenges with more ease and grace. Resilience is a skill. While some of us are naturally more resilient than others, some people also spend time strengthening this skill by embracing change, setting attainable goals, and surrounding themselves with good people. Everyone will face some challenges to well-being and thriving throughout our lives. But learning to work with these challenges is necessary. And it also offers a powerful opportunity for enhancing personal growth. So why does resilience matter? 
As I have learned more about resilience, I have discovered the pursuit of resilience may be a better path for my journey than the pursuit of happiness. See, moments of happiness are fleeting and circumstantial. I can't always count on being happy, but resilience is something I can work on and strengthen. If this year has shown us anything, it is that we have the ability to adapt, even when circumstances are far from ideal. And I know cultivating personal resilience does not eliminate stress or erase life's difficulties. I do not see life through rose-colored lenses. I understand setbacks happen. Sometimes life is hard and painful. But resilience gives me the strength to tackle problems head-on, overcome adversity, and move forward with my life. Some of the benefits of resilience include increasing your chance of success. Resilience gives a sense of independence, self-efficacy, and self-worth. It positively correlates with physical health, morale, and life satisfaction. Resilience offers you a more positive outlook on life and makes you less prone to anxiety and depression. Living a life of resilience and cultivating resilience also promotes successful aging. So how can you cultivate resilience? Well, I'd like to share with you in this episode some things I do to strengthen my resilience muscle. One of them is that I connect. I make time to have regular calls, coffee dates, and walks with people who support and inspire me. This is really working on those positive relationships. I want to find and then maintain relationships that are authentic and positive. These types of relationships nourish my soul, and it always feels good to share with them what is really happening in my life instead of what is easy. When a good friend asks me, well, how are you doing today, Mary? I can answer truthfully, even when it is hard to share and may cause tears. I know how important it is to show up as myself, to share the good, the bad, and the ugly, and invite those who are with me to do the same. These types of relationships are the ones that matter the most to me. Who are those people in your life? And I encourage you to reach out to them. Another thing I do to strengthen my resilience muscle is remember my why. For some of us, trying to answer life's biggest question might make you want to crawl right back into bed. But to be honest with you, I thrive on knowing my why, my purpose. When I have a clear purpose and direction for what I'm doing, I really do find it much easier to pick myself up do the hard work to keep moving forward. Instead of answering the question, well, what am I going to do today? Or how am I going to do it? I try to begin with why. Why am I doing this? Then the how and the what 
become details that help me fulfill my purpose. So I invite you to close your eyes in the morning or when you're getting ready to sit down at your desk or connect with your family and answer that why. Another thing I do to strengthen my resilience muscle is listen and feel. You know that saying, you wear your heart on your sleeve? Well, that's me. I have always been a deep feeler. I used to think it was actually a bad trait. But now I understand how important it is to be self-aware, not only of my emotions, but of my physical body. When I take time to listen to the thoughts swirling around in my mind, and I pause and I feel the physical sensations in my body, it is so much easier to make choices that are supportive and healing for me. But I must get real with you. I don't always do what is right, even when I know what the better choice is. But when I pause, listen, and feel, this skill that I'm tapping into helps me ride those waves of emotion. I trust now with practice and time that the feelings are to be felt and that I now know that these two will pass. I encourage you, give yourself permission to pause, listen, feel, and breathe. To strengthen my resilience muscle, I rebalance. Moving throughout my day with mindfulness is a skill I have learned over the years as a yoga and meditation teacher. And honestly, it is one I do try to practice daily. It has been said that those who cultivate mindfulness can stay more present to each moment throughout the day instead of ruminating about the past or worrying about the future. And this is true for me. As I have shared with you in prior episodes, I have anxiety. It's very easy for me to get caught up in the unknown and worry about what might happen, replaying negative conversations in my mind again and again, or even shame myself because of a mistake I made. When I practice mindfulness, it brings me back to my center helps me live in the present moment. And the more specific practices that help me are my yoga, meditation, and breathwork practices. I hope you'll join me on the mat for a class sometime. You are always welcome. The last thing I'm going to share with you today, how I strengthen my resilience muscle, is recharging. You know, you've heard when you're stressed, self-care is usually the first thing to go and the last thing that most people make time for. And if you nodded your head along and were like, yes, Mary, you're right. I just want you to know you're not alone. In fact, I can easily find myself stuck, solving problems, caught up in the doing mode because I'm a list maker and I sure love to check off those long lists of tasks I want to accomplish today. It is hard for me to make time to take a break or engage in activities that bring me joy. 
However, one of the key components of cultivating resilience is self-care. It is a key strategy for resilience and something I know I need to make time for so I do not burn out. At the heart of self-care is the idea that we must be deliberate about taking care of ourselves, especially if we have the responsibility of taking care of others. Luckily, self-care can look different to different people. I encourage you to engage in an activity that makes you smile and feels great. One of my favorite ways to recharge is practicing a 20 to 30 minute yoga nidra meditation in the middle of the day. It allows my brain to decompress and it helps me move into the second half of my day feeling refreshed. In our next podcast episode, I will be sharing another yoga nidra meditation that you can try. It will launch in two weeks as episode number 60. You know, another thing that I do to recharge is spend time outside connecting to nature. I live in Des Moines, which is located in the Midwest, and I really believe it is a gift that I get to experience all four seasons. Instead of staying indoors when the weather is bad, I now have clothing to get outside and brave the elements. Winter is coming up. And last winter, I purchased a pair of snowshoes. I needed to stay outside, get outside and walk. And so instead of worrying about falling or not having the right gear, I invested in a pair of snowshoes. So if you live in Des Moines or in central Iowa, do you want to join me this winter for a walk in the park? Connect with me. I'd love to go. See, resilience... It is a wonderful trait to have, to cultivate, to strengthen. And as you've listened, it is related to a plethora of positive outcomes. Perhaps most importantly, resilience can be improved. Chris Kringle sings in the Christmas classic, Santa Claus is coming to town, that all we need to do to help change our ways and move forward is... Put one foot in front of the other. So thanks. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you're interested in learning more and would like to include resilience into your next training or even want to add a session on cultivating purposeful resilience in your next conference or convention lineup, please contact me. I speak and educate individuals on the importance of resilience and how it can help combat stress, burnout, and compassion fatigue. As always, you're welcome to join me online and practice yoga and meditation. I can help you cultivate your own personal resilience. Visit my website, mary-mccarthy.com, to learn more about me and my speaking, coaching, and online yoga and meditation class offerings. Remember, subscribe to my podcast, resilience and grace, and leave a review letting me know why you enjoy listening. Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. Peace.